When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Husker fans. Welcome to episode 272 of the Husker Football Fan Podcast. I'm Mike Harvat. And I'm Justin Swanson. In today's episode, we react to Nebraska's first spring game under Coach Rule. You can find us on the web at huskerpod.com or by searching Husker Football Fan Podcast on Facebook. You can also connect with us on Twitter by following at huskerpod or email us at huskerpod at gmail.com. This episode's brought to you by Central Nebraska Buffalo. Check out their website for their latest deals. That's cnbuffalo.com. Also brought to you by Monty Rohde with Pinnacle Realty in Lincoln. Looking to buy or sell a home in Lincoln or know somebody who is? Reach out to Monty at 402-770-3356. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Hi. Man. Spring game. Chilly. Oh my gosh, the coldest spring game I've ever been to. And also, isn't this one of the later spring games we've ever had? Like, what the heck's going on? Oh, it could be. I don't remember, but that sounds right. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, I uh, <clears throat> I took two kids, my older two, mm. and I'm, <clears throat> my plan was to way overdress so that we could lose some layers. Sure. But, you know, as opposed to the other direction. You're like, I'm so cold, I want to go <laughs> And I think uh, it was mission accomplished. Good. I uh, Man, we took the whole extended Harvat clan with us this time. Um, it was my niece Ellie's first game, first experience in Memorial Stadium. She's uh, about to turn three years old, so... How'd know. it go? Yeah, uh, she did great. She fell asleep around halftime and was, was out for a bit, but uh, well-behaved. Um, seemed to be enjoying herself when she was conscious, so that's great. <laughs> I feel like you could see that about a lot of people. Right, right. And, um, yeah, so it, it was me, my brother, and my brother-in-law, and uh, we took mm-hmm. all the the nieces and nephews, minus Caden, who just turned one, because uh, sure. he, he would not remember the experience. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you want to be smart. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was good. Um great. Yeah, so... Uh, I know. I'm, I guess we're we're kind of already starting to discuss how the day went. I this is kind of weird, but I do want to just give a shout out. Um, this is probably something that some people don't think about very much, but um, you know, having taken having taken my mom to a game a few years ago, and with her having MS and us needing to get um, get uh, handicap seating for her. Um, and then also, uh, this Saturday, so I, I kind of jacked up my foot playing basketball this past week. And so I got dropped off by, by the guys, by the front entrance, by, uh, just, I guess there's that drop off area over by the roundabout on on the Mm -hmm. north side of the stadium. Um, that was like seamless. It was, it was surprisingly easy for them to just pull over, dump me out. And then they went and parked and we met up later. Um, nice. and so as somebody who was kind of concerned about like, I don't want to walk more than I have to today. Mm-hmm. Um, I was pleasantly surprised with how that went. So 
Um, the two times that accessibility has been a concern for me at Memorial Stadium, it's gone great. So shout yeah, out to the people yeah. responsible for all that. <laughs> yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah. Well, that's great. Uh, I don't really have anything to <laughs> say to follow up on that. <laughs> I was walking fine on Saturday. <laughs> so we d- it was kind of funny. About, about halfway through the second quarter, uh, after we had finished our hot dogs and cotton candy, my six-year-old son was like, can we go home now? I was like, no, oh, uh, come on, yeah. <laughs> But then once we got through halftime, they remembered from their first game last fall that if you wait around long enough after the game, you can go on the field. Mm. And they were really excited about that. So, yeah, we didn't – they never asked again once we got through halftime. They were just excited to do that. And, and then the game got over, and I was like, should we go? They're like, no, we want to wait. <laughs> like, okay. So we watched – the players file off and the little bit of the band there leave and the cheerleaders come and do their circle thing and leave. And then we got to go run on the field and it was super fun. And then of course, since it's a spring game, it's a lot more family and <clears throat> friend. Not, I don't want to say more family friendly, but more, you know, yeah, kid sure. oriented. Yeah, yeah. It's about the fans. More tolerance it, for small children behaving yeah. in a way that would be mm. distracting during a real game. Yeah. So I think some of the players spent like came out to see their family and to sign autographs. And um, I think, I think we saw Marcus Washington, maybe with his son, as I, I think is who it was, who was just, you know, he's got a little boy and they were taking pictures on the turf. It was so cute. And <laughs> someone got engaged at the 50 yard line while we were out there. And, uh, <laughs> At one point, I saw somebody hand the new Herbie their child to take a photo. Oh, really? Like over the fence during the game. <laughs> the, okay, okay, so as an aside, or I don't know, maybe just this is the direction of the conversation, but um, the the whole new Herbie thing, I feel like is a very Huskers on the internet thing. Mm. You know, I feel like, so I talked to my, my parents, for example, and my, my mom's like, What's up the new Herbie? Why do we have a new Herbie? And it's like, well, you know, I think a lot of the people on the internet on Twitter really care. And <laughs> she's like, well, I guess they get what they want. But my kids were like, what's with this? He looks kind of goofy. I, I miss the brown haired Herbie. And I was mm. like, you would not be a popular person on Husker Twitter where it's very popular to <laughs> demand blonde Herbie. So, you know, just me even saying those words, I feel like puts me in some sort of targeted minority now. <laughs> I do kind of feel like the new Herbie mascot does. It's kind of like this weird thing where like they tried to bring back the old thing, but you know, it's not the same. It's almost like the monkey's paw has curled and we brought back this weird uh, zombie version of the old Herbie. That's like, it looks enough like the real thing, but it's kind of like, you're an imposter, aren't you? Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, I will say the brown haired Herbie, there was just nothing distinct about him. It was a man Mm -hmm. with jeans and a shirt and a hat. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so that's, that could be any mascot. You know, and change the color shirt. It's anybody else's mascot. So I will say he was not unique or distinct. Um, the new guy is a little bit, the new old, old, new, whatever is a little bit of a caricature. And I guess that's part of the charm of yeah. college football. So, you know, whatever. I know it was very, it's been very trendy for a long time to get on Twitter and call for blonde Herbie, but whatever. Well, you know, the, the curse is still under effect, right? That like we got two out of the three things we have. They didn't sacrifice little red on the 50 sure. yard line at halftime. So, yeah, that was actually it was it was pretty funny to see um 
Lil Red was on the field when Herbie made his entrance on the uh-huh. motorcycle. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was just this weird juxtaposition of Herbie flying around the whole stadium and then like Lil Red's just kind of like bouncing Woo-hoo! around off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still here, guys. Yep. <laughs> uh you know, Lil Red is harmless. Probably uh I don't know if you feel like he he fits in just fine. We don't need to get when rid he of was red. new. I mean, he was hot stuff, you know. Like, <laughs> I feel like he won some sort of uh, uh, mascot competition his first or second year. He was kind of innovative. Does he have a like a sideways hat? Yeah, I don't know. It's very Something very like early two yeah. thousands. He's a, he's of his era, right? And like the child that he is, he has not aged and he remains petulant. Man, this is gonna make me sound so old. I just I remember in college when people started like it, their their hat wasn't forwards, it wasn't backwards, it was slightly off center. And I'm like, what what the heck are you doing, man? What are you doing? You look like an idiot. And but that became a thing for a while. I feel like is it not a thing anymore? What's that? Sometimes if my if I'm doing something, I'll just throw a hat in my head and then walk out the door and then. Look in the mirror and realize I didn't put, didn't put it on straight. <laughs> Is that not a look anymore? No, I mean like the, the, there was. It was also where, like you remember when we were growing up. It was all about like you had to curl that bill. Oh my oh, gosh! Yeah, and like yeah, tuck it, it back. So curled in on itself. In yeah. Yep. <laughs> and and then yeah, that became a thing. Was like. All right, we're we're not going to curl the bill at all. It's right, going to be the flat. flat. Bill. Sure. And which then is... we're going to leave the stickers and the tags on the hat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, oh no, we're we're starting to sound like, like I'm old man yells at cloud, right? <laughs> Back in my day, Osborne was the coach. <laughs> What'd you think of the Frank deal? I thought it was fine. I thought it was good. Um, well, fine and good. I feel like oh, there's a <laughs> distinction between fine and good. Okay, fine. let it me say fine. this. Let me say it this. Good. I, it was good. Pick one. I think it was. It was. Suitably, suitably honoring of Solich. Like I feel like they they went out of their way to make it special for him, which Definitely. is the way it should be. Yeah. You know? uh-huh. Like it wasn't over the top, but there were just a lot of little touches that were yeah. special. Like forty five highlighted on the on the field markers. I don't. I didn't realize that forty five was his number, and so at the game, I'm like. Why are the 45-yard lines bolded <laughs> like that? That doesn't make sense. But then, come to find out, okay, that was his number when he played for Nebraska. And then the attendance, the official number, did you see what it was? No. It was 66,045. Uh, that's, I mean, that's clearly a fudging of the numbers for No, Mike. History. It was meant to be. <laughs> sure. Sure it was. That's wild. I, it, I either that, that or they like they they like <laughs> had people standing outside the entrance as like okay coming in coming in no no stop 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 okay we're at sixty six <laughs> no, no more yeah <laughs> we're gonna stop attendance now <laughs> wow speaking I thought it was, of oh, sorry, I, no, I thought no I thought it was I thought it was nice I thought it was neat I um I still remember the day they announced that Osborne was going to retire because I think we were in mm-hmm. eighth grade is yep. that right. Yep. And I remember my, going out to the car on the uh, south side of Russell Middle School and getting in, mom being like, they've just announced Tom Osborne's retired. There's a press conference. And we we're just like, what? Like, it's almost like a, 
a 9-11 moment in my mind, like, where were you? Okay, not that extreme for me, but I do remember, like, hearing, like, I don't know if it was, like, his final presser or something on the radio. Um, yeah, I don't remember the words yeah. he said. I just remember getting in the car, my mom saying it, and I think it was on right then. Mm. And, um, and man, that, what... What a different era. <laughs> we were just, we were so new to disappointment. There was a different type of disappointment because, you know, there was like the disappointment of of Byron Bennett's kick going wide. It was a different type of disappointment that we had to learn to deal with in the coming years. But, um, man, we didn't know how good we had it when Frank was still kind of finding his way and the first nine and three coach that we fired. And... Uh, Dude, you know what's crazy to me about Solich is, like, in my memory, he was only here as the head coach for a couple of years. He was here for six seasons. Like, that, that's, I mean, he made it longer than Frost. <laughs> well, then maybe it was, man, maybe it was younger than eighth grade because wasn't Callahan the coach when we were freshmen in college? Um, let's I see like here. My, I, I yeah, have a memory. In, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, I just guess I have memory of going to college our freshman year, which would have been what ninety, no, two thousand three, fall of 03. Yeah, and we had uh, the first home game was against o- Oklahoma State, which we won like seventeen to seven. Maybe that was Solich's last. Okay, year. no, it says yeah here. So uh, he he was here through two thousand three. Two thousand three began with Nebraska. I'm looking at Wikipedia. 2003 began with the Nebraska starting out five and zero, but suffered three key losses later in the year. To Missouri, Texas, and Kansas State. After winning the final game of the regular season, Solich was fired by new athletic director Steve Peterson, and the rest is history. <laughs> yeah. Oof. It will, yeah. I feel like we have just gone through the ringer since then, and we've ridden some real waves. I mean, it's not been all bad. I was, I asked my wife uh, Saturday morning, I was like, what do you think of? when you think of Frank Solich, because I didn't meet her until 2004, fall mm-hmm. 2004. So that, you know, he was fired at yeah. the end of the 2003 season. And, you know, she didn't pay attention to football until probably 2005 when her six, maybe. Um, <laughs> she so was anyway, pr- probably pretended to care about it for a little while for you. And then realized, no, she, Oh, I'm, I'm marrying into this. So I no, better start she, paying no, attention. I, I think she, once, <laughs> yeah, once we started dating, she yeah. genuinely cared. No. Yeah. Like I get it. Some, so, if something's important to somebody you care about, it becomes important to you. So, yeah. So yeah. anyway, she just was like, oh, yeah, like it was unfair that he was fired. And, you know, it was the last time when things were good. And I was saying, you know, I, that is how we think about it. But I, well, he was the last person to win a conference championship. Bo was a second away mm. from from a conference championship. And, you know, I don't remember how close we were against Oklahoma his our last year in the Big 12. But. We were. It felt like we were a few sacks away yeah. from kicking a field goal and winning that game. Um, so he was legit close, and you know, Callahan played in a conference championship game. So we we've been close, but man, the the last Riley year, and the the last Callahan year, the last Riley year, and you know all of the <laughs> Frost uh, era have oh really gosh. sobered us. So it was uh, it was emotional to see him down there, and in my memory too. Um, he was, you know, not old, old when he was here, but you know, we were kids. So yeah. he seemed, mm-hmm. um, you know, he seemed elderly almost, but now I look back at those pictures and I'm like, oh, he was a young man. I mean, he was a, you know, it was a 
middle-aged professional. Now sure. he looks, you know, he looks great, but he's clearly 20, <laughs> 20 plus years older. He, he looks now what we thought he looked like then. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I thought, what do you think about this? I thought his wife looked like walking out there. Like that looked like it was hard for her emotionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She didn't look like it was, uh, well, I mean, like, I don't want to like make any, but she, she did not seem thrilled yeah. in her demeanor. <laughs> I, I think, you know, Solich is very low key. Keep things close to the vest. So I'm sure he married someone like that too. So I'm sure she does not want to be in the limelight. So that might've been, been hard for her and it was uncomfortably cold. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, maybe she was holding back tears the whole time. It just looked like it was hard, mm. uh, for her. And, you know, maybe it's one thing for your husband, you know, for your spouse to be treated like royalty. Um, I can, I can just imagine this for myself. Like say my wife was treated badly a long time ago mm. and now people are making up to her 20 years later. Oh, we're so sorry. We were so wrong. But I'd be like, oh, I remember how you treated her. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yep. I wonder if that's going through her mind. Like I know I, I'm never going to forget how you guys mm-hmm. treated him. So. Well, the good news is that the people who were doing the, the treating <laughs> are no longer there to yeah. treat him poorly. I, so. You know, I felt like, you know, rule said all the right things, but this was so clearly a, a Trev. Thing. Oh yeah. Like, Trev yep. was driving this and he's, he seems so happy with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, I, there, I can't point to one thing that he's done where I've been like, yeah, I don't know about that, Trev. Maybe getting rid yeah. of football, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, since he's come to Nebraska, <laughs> UNL. That's what I'm yeah, talking about. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh yeah, wrestling might be more of the question. But right, football, right. I <laughs> I, I'm just so delighted with with how things are going, and mm-hmm. man, good leadership is it's what it's all about. Yeah, in college football. Well, hey, how about we talk about the game? Wait, I think I have one more thing to say about Frank Solich. Well, hey, how about you say one more thing before we talk about the oh, game? Okay, I feel like there was were are lots of like nasty rumors when he left town mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. him, and I tell you, I feel like I'm hearing a lot of those. Like, I feel like I've heard that some of those same rumors recycled every time someone has left town, which there's been a few times that people right. have left town, and with the exception of. Uh, former coach, interim head coach Joseph, who has literally gone through the legal system and had things, you know, legally printed out and in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. It's all conjecture. Mm-hmm. And I just hope that we cannot do that to Scott and that we don't do that to this coach, however things go. I feel like we need to get over that. Mm. And some something that had me think about this, I'm going to I'm trying to keep this as vague as possible. I was recently out of town talking to a couple people and one fella just seemed to know all these things that Scott was doing that were just, <laughs> you know, not good things. And I was like, wow, really? Wow. I didn't, I didn't know that. And the other guy was pretty quiet. And later the next day I had happened to connect with this other fella who was like, yeah, you know, I, I actually know him pretty well and like showed me some pictures and he's like, yeah, none of that stuff was true. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, so I admire him for, for maybe not, getting into a fight the right. night before, but it's just like everybody likes to think they know and everybody likes to take jabs and let's just be nice and let Scott have a life because I don't know that he's ever going to get the Frank Solich treatment because so let's just let him go live. His there's, life. there's just, you know, I know I'm, I'm a one trick pony here. I'd say, I say the same joke over and over, but like the one thing that plagues me is did Frost ever get his wee back? <laughs> That's the thing I want to know. 
We'll never know. In 20 years, if Frost comes back and reveals that he did not have his Wii that entire time, I'm going to say, well, that's the curse. He, somebody needs to get this man a Wii. I keep thinking you're saying weed. <laughs> no, I'm 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 talking about the Nintendo, yeah. uh, the formerly their best-selling yeah. system, uh, released in 2006, um, yeah. featured in every retirement home now. Um, but <laughs> so you, yeah, you want like to, to go about, bowling on the Nintendo about, Wii about the football? No, game? I want to talk about Nintendo now, man. Did you see the new movie, Peaches, Peaches, Peaches? Right? I have not seen it. I, I take it you have. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. So. Do you, do you even know what I'm talking about when I say peaches? <laughs> oh, I haven't seen the movie, so okay. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's uh, made its way onto the internet, so I thought maybe you were exposed in some way, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah. You I'm have children. That one. You have children who are like at the perfect age to see this film, Justin. Is it for them though, or is it? Oh for yeah. Us? No, kids love it. It's a good family-friendly film without any like. I can recommend it to you just simply from the perspective of if you take your kids to it, they'll be entertained and there's nothing content wise content wise that you need to worry about. So we watched uh Puss in Boots The Last Wish last night, which Is that the uh, newest one? Yeah, has the distinction of having a high fan and critical rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. And it was yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. It's funny though, like I feel like Shrek, of course this is part of the Shrek family tree, was one of the first movies to really push the like making jokes that the adults will think are funny, but the kids won't get. Mm-hmm. And this has gone so far. <laughs> there was like one scene where uh, they just bleeped a bunch of stuff. Oh my the gosh. Movie, yeah. The movie was like, beep, 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 beep. As this one character went crazy. Yeah. Mario's not going to have that. But not, I, all that, I say that, but it was actually pretty clever and a worthwhile family film aside okay. from uh, the beeps. Okay. I just heard that like some parents were not especially excited about that because of the uh, the character of death playing a role in the film. Is that he's, true? It's it's creepy. He's yeah. pursued. Yeah, Puss is the premise is he's lost his eighth of nine lives. Oh, okay. And so then this wolf who's a bounty hunter shows up. He's like, I'm going to take your last life. And but then so- he's like, Never mind. I'm just going to become a benevolent warlord who kind of like plays both sides of the field and like doesn't actually do any bounty hunting anymore i'm just gonna make friends with everybody and okay sorry that took me a second yeah i know but you're you're talking about boba fett yeah sorry i got really white teeth i did today have a conversation with my older children explaining he was a bounty hunter which is what that is and then we related it back to Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> nice. During a time of galactic conflict, you'll find that there is a need for people with a special set of skills. You know what I have? Uh, man, we we uh, this will be my last thing. And I promise I'll talk about football again. You know what I have within reach right now? The uh, 1997 VHS re-release of A New Hope. Not quite. It's a book that I know that both you and I had in middle school, though. Um, I recently picked up on eBay because I have no clue where my original copy was. Uh, the Star Wars Tales of the Bounty Hunters book. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. I enjoyed those. Yeah. Anyway. I know exactly where they are in my parents' house. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah. That's great. Anyway, football, huh? Yeah. What would you think of the game? Um, 
I am so pleased that in his press conference, Matt Rule said what I say every year. He said, Mm -hmm. people get excited about something that happened on the offense, but then I'm angry because it went poorly on the defense. Yeah. And it's basically he wrapped up in a nutshell what I always say about the spring game, which is we know nothing. (laughs) We know absolutely nothing about this team yet. And feel free to get excited. I know like it's, 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 it's like collecting Pokemon cards. You got to do something in the off season. Right. And so people are like, Oh, we got to gather up these recruits and Oh, we got to really look at the stats of these transfers coming. Like we don't know anything until these kids take the field in the fall. Right. Um, but what I actually did come away thinking to myself at the game was this was in the best way, a completely unremarkable scrimmage. Like think, think of a highlight. Can you think of a highlight from yesterday? Uh, exactly. Like there isn't a moment you can point to is like, Oh, did you, did you see this person and that person? And they really like, Oh, it's crazy. Like there, people are saying, you know, they're singling out specific players and saying, Hey, this guy looked good. This guy maybe needs to work on X, Y, and Z. But like, Overall, it was a really vanilla day in terms of the gameplay. And for me, that's encouraging <laughs> in a way because, like, it, it's just kind of like, okay, they're just they're working on it. This was another practice. They were getting some reps in. Nobody got hurt that we know of significantly, at least. I know somebody kind of, like, got up slow at one point. But, like, but like it's just kind of like, a, okay, all right, we got that out of the way. Now everybody stay healthy, keep training through the off season, and we'll see you in the fall. Come back healthy. <laughs> right. Well, and, and not only that, but uh, a number of starters didn't play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, most notably, the returning starting quarterback and right. some real, you know, guys who've got a lot of reps on defense. Um, but you know, the uh, you and I uh, bumped into each other at the end yeah. of the game. Yep. And chatted for a little bit, and I think what I said there was. Uh, this was, you know, I think you, I do think you could see culture out there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, I think, I feel like you saw a lot of competition. You saw guys hustling, which, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever (laughs) is a good thing. You see, you saw competition and in the post game press conferences, you saw uh, players excited about the future. And um, the, the trickiest thing here is we've got a cut. And I say, we, They've got to cut, what, 12, 13 players at least, assuming they don't add a transfer or two through the portal. So uh, it does seem to me that there's a pretty clear drop-off between top units on the offense and the next batch of guys. I mean, Sims looked pretty good. Yeah, dude. The backups did not. And I understand that there's not a huge pile of offensive linemen, so that might have played a factor, but... Man, when they when they got in, I was not, <laughs> I was not blown away by anybody. Right, right. Man, Sims Sims looked big too. Like, yeah, he's a dude. I I like that. <laughs> um, I I looked up the stats. He he completed nine of thirteen passes, which I mean, it, it, you know, his throws look good to me. So, knowing nothing about him before Saturday, I was like, all right, I can work with this. He's got some escapability too. That, um, 
but I'll just say Casey does not. Mm. Casey is not, I mean, he ran when he needed to, but, um, and, and, uh, rule made sure to emphasize he's a passer who can run, right? Isn't that what he said? As opposed to a, a runner who can pass. He's, mm. he's a passing quarterback who can run the ball and is elusive when he needs to be. And I think that showed. Yeah. Um, I actually kind of thought the same thing about, uh, about Chubba. Chubba, he, he like, when he turned the burners on, he was a little bit quicker than I expected. So that was, that was cool. I didn't yeah. see too much impressive play from him, but like when it came to scramble and getting the heck out of Dodge, I thought he was doing yeah. all right. Yeah. I, I felt like the backup quarterbacks, like, you know, there's what, well, I think there's like six guys in that yeah. room. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I guess the, the, one of the main points here is there's going to be transfers. There have mm-hmm. to be transfers. Also, as has been written about a few times, um, guys can, with a new football coach, there's a rule that guys can retire from football and stay at their school and keep their scholarship. Hmm. So I don't, you know, I, I don't have anyone off the top of my head who that might apply to, but if there's someone who they can say, look, I, I don't know how these conversations go, but you know, look, you're, you're, you're not, you're not going to be in the top three or four from your position and you're a senior or whatever. Like, you know, you can, you can opt to retire. You can transfer. That's fine. But you can also retire and, and finish your degree. So it's probably coming. Your first instinct is probably to be sad, but your final instinct to be, should be, yeah, that, that needs to happen. So bummer. Yeah. So it goes. What What's your basic instinct? That's, that's a, a movie joke. Yeah. I, I, a movie I've never seen. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> that's funny. Um, three, three, five defense. There's some chatter about that. Yeah, you know, I thought we had some new guys that looked good. I feel as someone who has not poured over every incoming name that there's a lot of new names. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to learn. So we'll wait and see who exactly <laughs> rises <laughs> to the top. So, yeah, one name that keeps getting mentioned, I think uh, a lot of people were... Uh, People were high on that MJ Sherman. Um, yeah. And, and I'm going to be honest with you, because I was uh, entertaining three children under the age of eight, um, I didn't get a chance to pay attention to the game as much as I'd like, and I have not seen a, a replay of the game yet either. So I'm a little bit fuzzy on some of the specifics. So, I'm, I mean, was there anything specific about Sherman that you remember, or I just... I mean, he's got a good-looking face. That's all I can say about him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was uh he's a a Georgia transfer and he is a big physical dude and I think he's going to play. I think I think Michael Rose Ivy, the former linebacker at okay. Nebraska, projected him as like a second team all-conference guy. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, people were high on him and he he has a big smile and was really positive at his press. Actually, there was a lot about him on the internet after the game. I think his sister said, this is the happiest I've seen him in three years. So, um, you know, I think coming from a national champion where he was maybe, I don't know if you want to say buried or, you know, lost in the, the shuffle underappreciated. Um, yeah. yeah. He's just got a lot of opportunity here and he's excited about it. So I That's think, cool. uh, yeah, I think that MJ Sherman's a name that we should all get used to hearing a lot. Yeah. 
Well, speaking of the defense, um, I don't know if this this speaks good of the defense or poorly of the offense, but uh, how about them fumbles? <laughs> yeah. A lot of turnovers, weren't there? <laughs> yeah. Six lost fumbles is the stat. I looked it up. Six. And what? Two interceptions? Uh, I'm not so – I'm fuzzier on the interceptions. I know that one of the fumbles, though, like it was – it was an incomplete pass oh, that yeah. they just kind of let go. Yeah, if they reviewed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I think Rule even said something to that effect. Like the ref said, hey, if we reviewed that, probably was going to get overturned, but mm. whatever. Also, he said, um, Bushimi ran on a couple of the uh, punts, and, and Rule said after the game he was just trying to get the red team more snaps. To make mm-hmm. sure it was equal, and so he told him, "Hey, look, if it's covered up and you think you can see it, just go for it." <laughs> and uh, so they were trying, and then yeah, so they were trying to get Red more more opportunity with the ball. I thought that was funny. Special teams, uh, the first field goal of the day, forty-nine yard field goal. That was hard for me to tell because of where I was sitting. I had no clue that it was that long of a field goal. So. That was kind of cool. And, you know, people were saying, oh, it was with the wind. But I don't feel like it was as windy as some people were saying it was going to be. So, you know, you get a, a new kicker out there and he, he knocks out a 49-yard field goal first thing. I, I, that's encouraging to me. Um, yeah. Uh, saw, saw some good long snapping. There were a few new names to learn. They introdu- Oh, they introduced all of the uh, 2023 recruiting class. Yes, I love halftime, that. And there was a long snapper in the mix there. So that's great. What I thought like, was cool about that is there, there were so many hometown kids in that group. You know, I think that's yeah. a really neat way to kind of highlight um, something that, you know, people have talked about it a lot over the last several years about like, oh, we need to bring more homegrown kids to this team that's how we're gonna go back to being a successful team is find those hidden talents that nobody else is recruiting but like it was actually kind of surprising to me how how many of these kids that were signed on for the 2023 class were you know midwest kids you know you got a few kids from texas but for the most part you were here in nebraska south dakota that kind of thing yeah they definitely nailed the 500 mile radius and they got back into Texas, so that's exciting, you know. Yeah. I I I really, at this point, I, of course, I always want us to do well, but I really want Rule to be successful at this mm-hmm. point. Like he's really won me over as a coach, and as a leader, and uh, doing. I feel like I've been thinking about the phrase like saying all the right things and doing all the right things. I feel that's something maybe we've thrown out, and it's it feels it feels like. Uh, there's some sort of implication, like, obviously there's the right things to do, just do them, but he's been so creative in doing all the right things and saying all the right things that it's been impressive, and I hope he does well, but, you know, Mike, how are you and I going to hold each other accountable to not get too caught up in hype? Like, it'll happen. I mean, I know yeah. we're going to sit down and do our season preview, and we're going to be like, I, th- I think it's nine wins. I think it is. <laughs> like, we're going to go through the schedule, and we're going to be like, I just can't pick us to lose that one. The only way... The only way that you're going to get me to that attitude this year is winning the first two games. If we can win the first two games, then I'm going to be guzzling the Kool-Aid, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm pulling up the schedule here so we can think about that. So we start off 
Thursday the 31st of August at gross. Minnesota. So gross. Oh my gosh, it's gross. <sighs> Sorry, anyway. And you know what? I'll probably be up there for work around that time, so I'm probably going to go to that one. That's cool. However, the day before, as we talked about last time we recorded, is like the volleyball game, so I'm super bummed about that. But whatever. I want to be there for uh, rules for first victory. <laughs> oh, speaking of Minnesota, I, I don't know if you caught it, but it was 45 degrees here when we played our game outside, had 66,045 attend. It was 42 degrees in Minnesota, and they took the game indoors, and no fans could come. Really? Yeah. Huh. So... So say what you will about that. And then you go to Colorado. So you've got an extra couple days to prepare for Colorado, mm-hmm. uh, September 9th. And, yeah, so if we win those first two games, the next two games are Northern Illinois and Louisiana Tech at home. So yeah. you, feel, you know, if we win those first two games, we win the next two games. And then you got a real big game, September mm-hmm. 30th, Michigan at home. Yep. So... If we win the first two games, like people are going to be going nuts uh, leading up to Michigan. Because, like you said, assuming that if we win the first two, let's assume we win the next two. Oh my gosh, Michigan could be a huge game for Nebraska. And who knows? Well, we've been talking know, about it for a while, Justin. If, yeah, if could we this win those... be Rule's first big signature win? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's a signature win at this point. <laughs> you know, the thing about Minnesota and Colorado, and we, you know, we need to talk about if we're going to do our offseason interview series, but, um, you know, Minnesota's reloading a little bit. Colorado's certainly reloading, and there's a ton of hype there, but, you know. Dude. Rule has flipped two programs. Yep. Uh, Deion Sanders has not. Can and... you just like just bear with me for a second here? How insufferable are Colorado fans going to be if we don't win that game? Oh my goodness! That's the that like for for no other reason. That's why we need to win that game. <laughs> I, I don't know how much you, time you spent on social media this last week. I spent more than I should have, and there was this national fixation for a minute about a comment rule made about how we're not going to go hit the portal really hard. And you know, some guys are really excited about that, but we're going to develop the guys we have. And for whatever reason, everybody took that to be a jab at Colorado, which in my, you know, as someone who probably spends a little bit more time than the average person paying attention to college football, but certainly not as much as some of our friends, I did not take it that way. Yeah. But it was uh, like, on pardon my take, they gave it a two and a half minute window to say, "Oh, he's clearly talking about Deion Sanders. That's just ridiculous. Come on, get a holier than that." Oh my gosh, this is this is why I try to stay off social media anymore. It's just stupid stuff. <laughs> it's just stupid. Turn it off, folks. Yeah, that's but, funny. So anyway, I say if we win the first two, we probably win the next two, and that's probably true. But you know. If we lose the first two, that's discouraging. If oh we my beat gosh. the first two, you know, we probably can't read too much into it. Mm-hmm. Um, that Michigan game, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> and then we go to Illinois. Then we have a bye week. And that's six games in. So that's a nice time to have a bye week. Mm-hmm. Then we host Northwestern and we host Purdue 21st and 28th of October. Now we're into November. We go to Michigan State November 4th. Could be chilly. And then we host Maryland November 11th. We go to Wisconsin, break in a new coach as well, November 18th. 
and uh, we host Iowa on Black Friday. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> Is that like our first time playing in Maryland in like seven years, it feels like? It's been a while. I see nine wins. Easy. <laughs> Uh, so th- this is a uh, callback to earlier we were talking about rule doing and saying all the right things and how he's won you over. You know what I what impression I got watching his press conference? What? He, the vibe I get from him is he really strikes me as like another dad that you would chat it up with at like a little league game. Like that's the vibe I get with from him. Is he he I feel like he fits in so well with Nebraska. He just seems like another dude that you run into at the grocery store and be like, sure. "Hey, how's how's it going?" You know, and uh, just uh, like not to beat the dead horse of, "Oh my gosh, what a train wreck was Frost as a coach," but like uh, from day one, he's like, "You're never gonna see me. Stay away from my family. <laughs> I'm going into hiding." You know, or the enemy. I mean, not not so much you're the enemy, but just like this, like, hey, just so you know, I'm putting a wall between my personal life and and everything about me and you, (laughs) you know, but if you break it, I will destroy you. Yeah. Whereas, what was it, two weeks ago or even last week? I don't know know what it was, but uh, you're seeing Rule take the whole team to wrestling event <laughs> like we're talking about the theatrical version of wrestling not like college wrestling right not yeah actual wrestling <laughs> you and i were never into the wwe it's, stuff. it's still real to me okay anyway <laughs> yeah i never got into it back in middle school when all the kids were wearing those like austin 316 shirts and stuff and i remember being in the practice field and guys talking about it and realizing, oh, they, they're they into this. <laughs> this is not like, they're not being ironic here. Like, mm-hmm. they care. Mm-hmm. I did, I was just blown away. Just like, I, I didn't, I did not realize. Yeah, this like, growing really up, thing. growing up, I was aware of Hulk Hogan, you know, like, he was just part of the zeitgeist, but like, that's about the extent of. I remember going to a junior high lock in. And we played on Nintendo 64 a uh, a pro wrestling game, and that was pretty cool. <laughs> and that was probably the height of anything I knew about pro wrestling. Okay. I know The Rock more as a actor than a former wrestler. Sure, yeah. I got a good The Rock joke to tell you off off the air. Why off the air, man? Because it's slightly inappropriate. It's yeah. kind of a dad joke thing, but like, I, you know, I don't want to say if there's kids listening to it, so oh. we'll say it off the all air. Right. All right. All right. It's a good one. <laughs> it's a good one, man. Can you... i tell you can... what, folks. Tweet at HuskerPod if you want to know the, the Dwayne Johnson <laughs> joke. <laughs> Just ask me about The Rock. <laughs> okay. Man, you're, I think it's so funny that the tweet that we made that got the most traction from the game yesterday was your uh, video, well-timed video, I will say. Yeah, that, I, that was just right place, right time, that video, man. <laughs> of the uh, the dual t-shirt cannons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
The first thing I tweeted at all yesterday was, we're going to make every field goal this year. (laughs) I don't know if anybody responded to that one, but... Oh, hey, yeah, speaking of field goals, uh, I just want to point this out. When you you were talking about, we got to learn some new names. Um, The the kickers for Nebraska, um, at least the two that stuck out to me... Get, these are awesome names, so let's let's learn them now. Okay. Um, the first kicker to to make a field goal was Timmy Bleak Road. Oh yeah, that's a good name. Yeah, and then I I might not be pronouncing this last name correctly. The the other kicker who uh, I I don't know if there were any others, but uh, Spencer Pankrats, P A N K R A T Z. Pankrats, Pankrats. I'm sure that's not Pankrats. I'm gonna call him the Pankrat. I do think that Bleak Road sounds like a good band name. Bleak Road. We're Bleak Road. (laughs) Bleak Road sounds like uh, the guy who like does the traffic report on AM radio. Hi everyone, I'm Bleak Roads. (laughs) Oh, they're gonna say it was his last name. I'm James Bleak Road. (laughs) That works too. But Timmy's mm. Timmy's great too. If you're a football player and you go by Timmy, there's got to be a little bit of confidence there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not, I'm not sure I'm tracking with you on that one, but I'll go with it. To reach know, t- their own. Timmy's like a little boy's name. Hey, little Timmy. That's no. It's that's, like, you that's call a good me. One. You call me Timmy. They like call Timmy, me Mister Tim. Timmy Bleak Road. Timmy Bleak Road. Because you've got a bleak road to hoe. <laughs> After I kick this field goal on your team. So that's the that's the <laughs> spring game. <laughs> and then some. Yep. Yep. All right. Did you well, uh did you get a chance to watch the Mandalorian season three? Oh yeah, I finished it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You? Um They stuck the landing, I felt. Yeah, it was very gratifying, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. It you know, here's my review of season three of The Mandalorian. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Wait, wait, wait. No, I could probably go through them and like if there were there were eight episodes, right? So yes, 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 no, yes, no, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, with the way things played out, it did kind of question call into question for me why they devoted a whole episode to the scientist subplot. Yeah, it yep. felt like a a subplot. Of an episode, you know, felt, maybe a pair, yes. Know. I okay. So like we we did a like a penultimate episode recap type thing uh, on my Star Wars podcast, and something I was talking about is like that's the first thing from Disney Plus, and uh, it, I guess in the Mandalorian specifically that felt like is like oh this kind of feels like a Clone Wars episode. Oh no, you said you said that on this show too. Oh, did I? Okay. Yeah. That's- which I think is true. I think it's a good observation. It was very much world building, yeah, and and getting into this whole like post empire. Uh, what is the the thing that post uh, former the new imperial... republic? The no, new republic. No, I know. Th- no, not that. The oh. the the program, the amnesty program. Oh, okay. That yeah, imperials are in, like mm-hmm. really fleshing that out, and and you know showing that the new republic is not perfect, and right. That, you know, no matter who rule, if you got a galaxy spanning government, whether it's imperial or republic, it's going to have problems. And so I feel like that's what that episode was about more than sure. anything. And also, what did I see? I feel like I saw something from a different show, or maybe it was just that show where they 
they zoomed by that mountain again. You know where the Coruscant, they're they're like, this is the top of the tallest oh, mountain. Oh, right, right. Do you know what I'm talking about? Did they come back to that later? I don't think so. Was there something others, hmm. something else Star Wars related that's come out? I feel like I saw it again. Huh. And I thought, huh, I recognize that. I just, I thought it was interesting that, you know, growing up, um, for us, Christopher, uh, Christopher Lloyd, he was a man in a DeLorean. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And now he's on the Mandalorian. Oh gosh. <laughs> Should it's I say about... it? Do I need yeah. to say it? Yeah, go say, go ahead and say I it. I think I think it's about that time, <laughs> Justin. It's about that time. <laughs> I think we're done. <laughs> Great Scott. Okay, well, uh that'll do it for the uh the spring game. Thank you for uh if you made it this far into the episode. Thanks for hanging out with us. And, um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll chat soon next time something interesting happens, or if we start gearing up for maybe some summer episodes here and there, we're still kind of figuring out what that's going to look like. Um, but, uh, stay subscribed. You never know. We're going to drop a new episode, but, uh, for sure we'll be doing it every week in the fall and, uh, gearing up for, um, first season under rule, the rule and reign of coach rule gonna rule anyway really we'll see you on twitter yeah (laughs) go big red mike go big red a heard at sports network production